Montage back in the band room. And sorry we're late this week, guys. We had a lot of stuff happen. It's been a very big week. It has been for you especially. I had my school end of year production, which I was one of the directors on, and uh, this year it was a film because of COVID, because we couldn't have a live audience, so we decided to film everything and out it went. Yes, and I I watched it. It was amazing. For the most part, the parents loved it. (laughs) (laughs) For the most part, they did. Well, that's the thing. You've got, to, you've got to live through parents that haven't quite made it themselves. That's right. But, I, you know, I guess, you know, the, the, the sort of one or two percent that hated it, they, they can still be sterilised. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's not it too makes late. makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah. we are the 80s montage. I'm Sammy Hardon. And I'm Jay Jovi. And we're a little bit drunk already. We're pissed. We've yeah. been doing stuff during the day. We and have. I had, a, I had a sort of late lunch event for someone's birthday in Footscray. Yes. At a p- place called Lickety Split. Lickety Split. Was it a lesbian joint? I thought it might have been. Right. I was disappointed when um, it was a mixed crowd. Damn. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen a bit of split lick. I, I imagine you would have. Lickety Split. Yes. Sure, it was Footscray. It has Footscray, to be. yes. It's on wow. uh, Moreland Street and it's sort of uh, like an outdoorsy venue sort of set in amongst like a bit of an industrial area. It's really cool actually. Wow. Yeah. Footscray Footsc- is just about to sort of turn good. Yeah, no, it has been trying to turn good for the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I remember going there for lunch. Somewhere. They need a cinema in there. And I'm not talking about High Point or Sun Theatre. You know, they need a cinema right in the middle of – I find cinemas sort of cement a sense of community, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we have a taste test to start the show off today. We do before we reveal the subject, guys. We've been sent a lovely bottle of rosé. Yes. Who sent us this, Sammy? De Borderly Winery. Lovely. Because I've been talking about this Kylie Minogue 
wine f- for months and yeah. everyone's gone, we've never heard of it. $70 million she has made, like $70 million of bottles she's actually sold. So what? that's pretty Seven, good. $70 million yep. worth of sales. Yep. Yep. And um, I was looking on the bottle and it said product of France. It's made in France, is Must it? Must be, yeah. Not bad. She loves France. Yeah. She's had a lot of boyfriends that have come from France. That's right. They didn't work for her. She should probably look elsewhere now. <laughs> That's right. I think she should. In Japan. What was the ex-boyfriend she had, the little French one? Oh, Javier somebody. I don't know. Was yeah, it? he was in a movie with some chick and that was all in France and oh. he was rooting her in the movie. She's had some uh, pretty... Stunning boyfriends. Well, you'd fucking want to. Yeah, yeah. You know, record sales. I mean, a record sales now are amazing, but there was a while there where you couldn't make any money from them. You'd have to get yeah. some good cockage out of it, or what the <laughs> fuck you get out? You know, what else are you going to get out of it? But uh, let's talk about. So we're going to have, have a, a taste, taste test. test. Yes, and we've got the whole family here, we which do. is lovely. We've got Mika, we've got Maddie, we've got Puss. We were going. Pussy. We were going to bring. Um, we we're going to bring Maggie, but. Um, Mickey's got a brand new car and yes. she's not allowed in there yet. And Puss has just had a big shit. He's just sitting there so proud of himself. That's wonderful. Yeah. Like he's gone to war. Yeah. Love that. So we're all going to have a taste test of Kylie. Cheers. Lovely. Hang on. Oh, shit. Hang on. Cheers, bitch. Ding. Ding. Cheers, Mick. Oh, lovely. Oh. <laughs> Let's have a look. Let's here's, have a taste. Here's to Maddie. Maddie Ray. It's fucking not bad. I think it's really nice. It's really nice. $20 a bottle. Are you kidding me? That's mm. really nice. Yeah. People have been saying it's like passion pop, but I think they're fucking wrong. No. That's beautiful. It's really well balanced, actually. That's lovely. Really easy to drink, but it's not sort of, it's not like lolly water at all. It's lovely. Not at all. Yeah. This is something you would take to a dinner party and not look. Be looked at weird. I wonder if Kylie tastes like this. Oh, look, you know? 52. You start to taste a bit different the I older think, you get. I think she'd taste I reckon lovely. she'd smell like this though. Yeah. Smell it. Yeah, that's Kylie. That's very nice. Got to wear piss eyes. I love it. Thanks to <laughs> Borderly for sending that out. Good on you, Kylie. Another, I couldn't another find hit. it anywhere. Couldn't you? Have a drink, Maddie Slade. Are they sort of... Um, you, you know, making people... Well, I don't think there's enough gays around here, so you've got to find your gay little bloody, you know. Yeah. In in Paran, and they'd be huge, <laughs> but um, I couldn't find it anywhere and no one, unless you find the gay in the village. Mm. Yeah. They don't know shit. In Canada, it'd be massive. Canada, it'd be massive. San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. But I think it's nice. Ten out of ten from me. Nice one, Kyle's. Another hit there. Love it. Our glowing endorsement coming your way. Yeah, love it, Kylie. Love the new album. Mika loves the new album. We've yeah. talked about the new album. What's it called again? Ping pong balls? No? What's it called? I think it's just Disco. Kylie. Disco. Disco. Fuck. There we go. Disco and disco. And, you know, normally when they sort of become a certain age and they do a disco album, you, you kind of expect the worst. But yeah. it's actually really fucking good. You expect good. I Will Survive? Yeah. But it's not I Will Survive. Yeah. She does mention I Will Survive though, but it's very tastefully done. Right. Mm. Lovely. I don't mind it at all. But I do love that album and it's the only thing that's actually i am been listening to on my walks besides podcasts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Police Sirens, I imagine. That's right, Police Sirens um, as well. 
You know, can you remember Sheena Easton? It wasn't in the 80s, but she did like a, some kind of a comeback album and it was really camp. It was like a disco album and it was fucking yes. terrible. Yes. And it was full like disco stereotype, like. Yeah, it was. Um, my heart is full of love and she oh, did all the did classics. Did she do covers? It was covers. It wasn't oh, original. Fuck's oh, sake. no. I think she what had f- one original on what it. What a fucking yeah. cash grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it was a cash grab. I think she did. What, what what did Three Faces turn into in the end? She the did market? a live the market. She yeah. did the market. Did she? Because my ex boyfriend went and got his record signed. Wow. And he did get his record signed. I bet he got more than his record well, signed. Well, look, you know. Mm. He probably wanted to. But it didn't happen. But you know, that's right. Sheena Easton did do a disco comeback, but I think she got on Rove and that was about it. And she was never oh fuck. Yeah. yeah, she she was never um she was never known for being like, you know, a gay icon or anything. No, look, she was a little bit with. Uh, Not in the eighties, she wasn't. In the eighties, she when she went with Prince, she was a bit sluttier when she did strut and everything. Yeah, when she did the morning train, she was my baby takes the oh, yeah, everyone I wanted guess. to be her. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, bigger, she was gayer when she started. Yeah. And then she just got a, a very – and then I think that's why they tried to tap in on that market with the disco album. Yeah, right, but right. But it was just shit disco tunes. Awful. Mm. Yeah. I really liked when um, uh, Madonna did um, – what was the disco album she did? And it was like one of her biggest selling efforts, like had it hung up on it and all of that. Oh, yeah, that was um, – the pink cover. That's over ten years ago now. Fuck yeah, that was it had sorry on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was going through a major breakup during that album, oh. so everything meant everything to me. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that was two thousand, I think. Yeah, something like that. Oh no, yeah, mm-hmm. would have been about like two thousand and five or six, five. Six. It was when I was de- banging that fucking thing at the spot. Four. Was it 2004? Something did we like do that. 2004 The Spot? Oh, I don't know. Something Jesus. Like that. One of the thousands. Might have been then. Yeah. Good album though. Very good album. I loved it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she did well with that. But, I mean, she lived through, she knew, you know, she would have been Studio 54 in, in the day. Is Studio 54? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, back in the day. She would have I lived there, been there, done that. she was too young for Studio 54. Nah, she used to go. Nah, that's Hazel Dean era. Hazel hmm. Dean's 60, 70, sorry. Madonna would have gone there. Oh, fuck, she would have been very young. Hmm. She was more um, danceateria. Yeah. Minneapolis and and stuff like that, I think. Really? Like Minneapolis? Detroit, New York City. Hmm. I don't know if I – don't, I don't know. She was very young when she came to New York and that was the 70s. Hmm. Anyway, never mind. Yeah, but she wouldn't have been known if she went to street. She would have been lining up like everyone else. Now, what's Madonna been trying to flog off? She's she's got um, she's she's got like a skincare range. Remember, she did gyms. She did like a chain of gyms. Remember that? No. It's called Hard Candy Gyms or oh, something. Whatever. That's not Fucking cool. Hard Candy. That's not cool. No, Hard Candy. We all know what that was all about. I find it really hard to swallow when they do something. Like Madonna was always known for being very fit, yes, but gym, gyms, you know, like a mu- a muso doing a gym chain. That's gyms. not cool. Come to the gym, everyone. Yeah. Come and listen to the Boy of the Tiger. 
What are you fucking yeah, always whinge yeah, I go to the gym yeah, for? You fucking cunt. At least I'm keep, keeping fit. Yeah, I go to the gym. Do you remember when we used to play the spot and they said don't play Eye of the Tiger because everyone will fight each other? Yeah, yeah. Like they wouldn't let us play that song? Yes. Like, don't play that song. Everyone will fight. It's banned here. I said no one will fight if I sing it. Shut the fuck up. And we ended up doing that and they <laughs> we were fine, too. remember? We did too. The, the arrangement was atrocious, I remember it, because <laughs> yeah. it was the other band we were in years ago and mm. the arrangement was his arrangement and it was yeah. just so hard to keep up with. Probably, yeah, some, something he found, you know, for free online. Yeah, no, well, well he used to make them apparently. Mm. I don't think so. But we're doing Events of the 80s Part 2. Yes. We didn't quite get through our list last time because, you know, obviously big decade, a lot happened. And we were misinformed of a few things. So a couple of things we did mention didn't actually go to air because we had to sort of come back and review them and Mm. look at them properly. Yeah. So we're going to sort of look at those things tonight and, uh, yeah, have a bit of a chat and... Look, really, we're pissed. Yeah, we're just pissed. And um, we could talk about anything, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we didn't talk about Dingo's got my baby. I mean, that was sort of, you know, the, the event of Azaria Chamberlain was the media circus, you know. Oh. The, um, just the media blow up was just. Just, just crazy, just nuts. The fact that they thought this woman could kill her own baby. Well, people didn't like the look of her. Yeah, and that's so right. The media really jumped on the bandwagon, and um, they they sent her to <laughs> they sent her to jail for matricide for how many years? And she didn't fucking do it. No, just because people didn't like the look of her. No, that's right. And she spoke funny. She spoke like this. Didn't she? Yeah, she goes yeah, got my baby. Yeah, she can't like the lips didn't move and stuff. No, remember? very eighties. And remember that fantastic um, movie they made, Meryl Streep played it. Mm. Remember? Mm. It's probably probably worth bloody getting rid of your baby if Meryl Streep's going to step <laughs> in to play you in a way. In a Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Top notch. She came out to Australia to do that, didn't she? Uh, I, I don't know what I would do to I have know. Meryl Streep play That's me. That's right. She to had the honest. same hairstyle, the bowl haircut. <laughs> yes. But she did her very well. And I think um, Lindy came out and met Meryl and they hung out a oh. lot before or during the filming. Fuck. Because Meryl wanted to meet her and, and meet, you know, what she was like and everything. But she did her very well. Yeah, it was spot on. And but Sam Neill played the husband. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Neill's excellent too. Oh, yeah. So the story is, I mean, you probably would have heard it if you were overseas, but in, was it Yulara where they went camping? Is it Yulara or is it um, Uluru? I don't know. Well, wasn't it at... Um, it's Ula- Uluru. Yeah. Sorry. Uluru, Uluru, yeah. Where did I get Alara from? I don't know about Bloody Alara. From, from your... You know. <laughs> <laughs> From the alcohol I'm drinking. No, I, I, th- I, I've been. Have you been to Alara? Are you? We're like, thinking Uluru? of going. Yeah, right. Uh, because we can't go to Thailand. Yeah, right. So this is the thing, you know, because um, our number, you know, in terms of COVID, our numbers are looking okay in mm. Australia. With all due respect to anybody who's, um, you know, still suffering from it or whatever, mm. and all the people around the world. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're, our borders are going to be opening soon, the states within Australia, and um, which we're very excited about, be able to see our families interstate and so forth. And uh, I don't think we're going to be able to go anywhere in the world for a couple of years. We've got we, – we had um, 
we had neighbours in the apartment yep. uh, who were both hosties. We, j- we only met them <clears throat> like a month ago. What are ago. hosties? Um, uh, air stewards. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, – Hole Club. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I wish we had known, you know. Yeah. I wish we had got to know them before. But um, they said that they'd been stood down mm-hmm. until the end of next year. So they, they, they have not worked all year this year mm. and they, they basically don't have a job. Um, because these guys were international hosties. Oh, right, of course. Yeah, so they, they were told they won't be needed until the end of 2021. That's pretty yeah, devastating. That that would be right <laughs> though by the time they fix everything. I mean, look at the States and yeah. the UK, lockdown again. Yeah. Well, some of us believe it's real. But, yeah. you know, poor yeah. America are just being torn that 24 times, you know. I don't know fucking what to think. No. I hope, hope it's all calming down over there, our friends and listeners in US. Well, it's it's sad because some of the US people are trying hard not to believe it's a thing and they're even dying and going, I've got cancer, I've got cancer, it's not mm, COVID. Yeah. But they've actually so brainwashed some of them. Yeah. That yeah. they're actually thinking, well, this isn't a thing still. Yeah, you yeah. Know, which, you know, fucking bugalugs has said all along. yeah. I think it's sort of like what? What is it between one hundred and fifty and two hundred thousand people a day, or yeah. something, are contracting it? Yeah, it's fucking 10, 000, nuts. Yeah, ten million or something. Anyway, back to Dingo um, stole my baby. So they went camping with some mates, some families, different families, didn't they? Yes. And then during the night, the dingo got hold of the baby who was how old? Four months. Something like that. Mm. Four months. So the dingoes dragged it out of the tent. And I think they were either still with each other having a drink or something. Yeah, or they were out with the friends sort of around because I've watched the movie. Oh, good. Um, they, they, um, they were out with the friends like having a – you know, she had put the baby down mm. um, and they were out like having drinks around the campfire and stuff. And they, the, Azaria, the baby, yeah. had two elder brothers. Which is a fucking cool name by the way. It is but it's, mm. you know, you might as well, yeah. It's one of those names like Adolf, which will never get used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well just retire that. Donald. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Donald's the next one. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Love you, America. You know we love you. Shame because I was really keen to, to call, call my your kid firstborn Donald. Donald? Yeah, oh, of course shame you about were. That. I love ducks. Because no one does it better than Donald. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Donald but, fucking duck. That's yeah. right. So they're around the campfire and. Um, she reckons she heard growling or something and yep. one of the little boys saw it. The, and she of, wasn't growling from the mort. Oh. It wasn't her growling, was it? Oh. No. I, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a shame. And then. <laughs> Matt, Usually I can growl. <laughs> Maddie and Mickey are just fucking disgusted. Yeah. I'm loving well, it. Well, there you go. Anyway, then. Um, so I think one of the kids saw it. I don't know if they said anything. Yeah. She just had a feeling I think and ran back to the tent which wasn't very far but it was behind another tent or something they couldn't see straight in and um, she saw the dingo I think racing out of the tent Mm. and by the time she walked out over to it and looked in of course the baby's gone and um, first thing she yelled out was you know dingo's got my my baby (laughs) yes that's right yeah so um, it was fucking horrible and and it hadn't been 
reported that kind of thing ever. It hadn't really no. been recorded. Dingoes sort of coming and <laughs> stealing babies, you That's know, right. out of out of tents. So nobody fucking believed her. No, and I think they were Mormons or something. Yeah. And Australians generally are a bit agnostic, you know, a bit uh, sort of not atheist but agnostic, I guess. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, Mormons were – could have been considered like a bit out there for you sort of typical Aussies. So that Mm. sort of added to the – I guess the the enigma of well, her. We didn't like things that were different that we didn't know no, about. No, that's you know? right. I'm quite threatened by that kind mm. of thing. So yeah, it um, the media turned on her and it all got whipped up. And before she even went to trial, everybody thought she was fucking guilty. And um, and do you remember the time that it happened? Like yeah, you, I remember it on TV yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I mean, I, I think even my parents thought it was real. Mm. And everyone was like, "Oh God, how could you do that?" Yeah, you know? yeah. They thought they they were accusing her of uh, Satan worship and and everything that they had um, as a, as a couple. Um, there you go. They, he was actually a Seventh Day Adventist uh, pastor. The the ah, uh, that's right, Michael. Michael Chamberlain. And they were Kiwis. That was the other thing. So, yeah, it was, um, you know, they, it, the trial and fucking all of that shit went on for ages. She went, according to this, she went to jail for three years. Yeah. She would have got a massive payout. Oh, I hope so. But, you know, you've lost your baby, you've gone to jail. How much is that worth really? Yeah. And, I mean... People had absolutely no sympathy for her because they thought she had done it. So, yeah. so not only was she going through the loss of having lost a baby, it's like no one fucking believed her. Mm. That's right, the matinee jacket. Yes. The lemon, lemon yellow edging. Remember that? Yeah, damn. From the movie? No? No, they did test the matinee jacket or something or the car or something or they went through the car. Because it was bloodstained. Yeah. And I think it was sort of early days for forensics coming into crime solving and mm-hmm. stuff. I believe they, oh, you know, there would have been, they would have been, there would have been forensics for a long time before that, but not so much in a court situation where they could actually, like these days, DNA and everything, it's mm. all mm. obviously centered around the scientific side of it. But yeah. Mm. See, and when I went to, Ayers Rock, because mm-hmm. I worked in Alice it's Springs. It's Uluru now, darling. Uluru. Yeah. I went to – I worked in Alice Springs for two months. Yeah. Shocking time. Worst time of my life. Doing did, gigs. Yeah. Did a band in – it was where they filmed Priscilla. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alice Springs bloody – Sheraton or something, was it? Casino. Oh, was it? Yeah. So the back room of the casino, they filmed all the uh, – Stuff, the live stuff, the Priscilla stuff. Mm. So that was sort of on my mind because I'd seen Priscilla and I thought, oh, my God, that's – but the casino was the biggest (laughs) shithole you ever fucking saw. Green carpet, you fucking go to put your money in to do your washing and it never worked, the washing machine, you stole your money and then when we were there they went into receivership. Oh, shit. And we're seeing the owner – I was in a duo with my ex, my first boyfriend I went went out with mm. and this is where I met Mossy. Ian Moss had come into That's the That's right. Yeah. Because his dad lived in Alice Springs and he just passed. Yep. And anyway, I was so unhappy because everyone hated us because we were doing Holiday by Madonna and all this happy stuff <laughs> and they wanted stuff that we had never heard of. 
like, you know, sweet home Alabama. It was like we'd walked into a Hicks, Hicksville oh, no. and we played Lenny Kravitz. Like even that was too <laughs> cool, right? So I remember being petrified every night I went on stage. Like I was mm. just – and the guy, when we first rolled up, the guy said to us, okay, I hope you've got your chicken wire ready. And I went, <laughs> what do you mean? And he went, they throw shit at you and they fucking did. Fuck. It wasn't a story. Like they threw – Wow. And at the casino. Oh, yeah, it was the roughest guts. It was, Jesus. I don't even know why they called it a casino because it had pinball, what do you call them? Because you had to wear shoes probably. Pro- yeah, had, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, they had machines in it <clears throat> and they had a showroom. Anyway, my point was we went out for two days to Ulara. Yeah. Uluru. 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 And that still haunted me, the whole Azaria Chamberlain thing. Yeah. That I was looking for dingoes the whole fucking day and I wasn't going to climb the rock because I don't climb things, right? Uh, So when I went there I was still a bit scarred by the whole dingo thing so I was looking for dingoes. I didn't want to climb the rock. Yeah. He was still allowed to at this stage as well. Yeah, And when you go to the rock you see all these pictures of people that have broken their ankles and their legs and I'm like, you fucking, you reckon I'm going to get up? That's no (laughs) fucking way out of respect for the... The people that own the land as well, mm. you don't want to do it. Yeah. But it was a big thing at the time. Anyway, I remember we stayed there for the night and there were no toilets in the motels either. Oh, God. And I remember literally peeing in the sink because I could not – I was so scared to go outside of the hotel room. Oh, fuck. It was like, nah. <laughs> so I, I – like Jaws, that kind of haunted me Yeah. when I went up there, the whole Zaria Chamberlain thing. Yeah, right. Bloody hell. And I didn't love it. I it's, don't know if I'd go camping. Yeah. it's See, it's funny. In the 80s, um, and you know, t- tourism was sort of not done by everyone. Not everyone. You know, it, people that were adventurous would sort of go to Uluru and, and do that kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, you know, if you went on holidays – you went to the Gold Coast, you know. You might have gone to the Gold Coast. Exactly. Um, it wasn't for years later that people would end up, you know, going to Cairns, going to Arnhem Land, going to Broome, you know, and all these amazing places. So um, it, it was a very 80s thing to go to, well, then it was Ayers Rock, now it's Uluru. But I think it was really expensive to do. It still is. Yeah. It still is. We're thinking of doing it next year. Oh, well, this year? Next year. This year? Next year. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. Well, next year is not that far away, is it? With the fa- with um, Mickey's family, so, yeah. With the whole family? Yes. Because we wow. originally had a... Um, <laughs> Mickey's just giving me the gun to the head. Um, they originally, That's great. We originally planned to go to Sydney and in November. Oh, well, now. Yeah, we would have been there now. Mm. Um, yeah. So, instead, we... we um, Got our tickets back and everything, thankfully. And we're going to go to Uluru instead, I think. Well, when I stayed at the casino, we would eat there every night. That was part of the contract. We got paid quite well. And one night I found, oh, you know, don't. in my food, I found steel wool. You know, oh. that you wash the dishes with. I thought you were going to say sharp. a band aid or something. No, 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 steel wool, which is even <laughs> worse because if you swallow that as a singer, 
it can fuck your vocal cords. Oh, yeah. It will cut your fucking throat open. Yeah. And I remember finding this going, oh, my God, this place is the shittest place I've ever been to. And I said to the manager, dude, if this goes near my vocal cords, you're going to fucking pay for it. And he said, what, do you swallow down your windpipe, do you? Yeah. And then I said, get this fucking shit out of my food. I don't know what it was, but the food there was horrible. So it's really... I really wouldn't go back there. I See, if I was the waiter, I would have said, it's a garnish. Garnish, exactly. <laughs> That's probably what they did say. <laughs> I had a big – I was waiting tables once and I um, I had a big um, – well, I had hurt myself drunk one night and um, I felt, you know, a friend tackled me and, and sort of pinned my arms and I had nothing to save me. So I just went down to the ground like on the pavement and I scraped on my face. Oh. Yeah, and um, you know, lucky I'm tough. And mm. so the next, the next day, I'm sort of fronting up to work with this big open sore on my face, waiting tables. And this bitch, I served her meal, and she was rude as anything. And um, I served her meal, and she like went, "I don't really think it's appropriate you waiting tables with an open sore on your face." And oh. I, I like went, "It's a birthmark." And oh, did you turned and walk off? Good. She, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. It's a birthmark. Fuck you, bitch. What a nightmare. Yeah. People are so rude. When was that? What year? Oh, years, babe. Okay. Yeah. Years ago. Well, yeah, Azaria was one of those biggest things in Australia. Yeah. That a movie was done about. Yeah. Good movie, though. Well, it went all around the world. Mm. It was really sort of part of that thing that like, you know, Australian outback and the wilds of Australia. Yeah. Is, you know, it's a fucking jungle out there and, and, and you know, really we still, there still is that mystere about the Australian outback in terms of the rest of the world. And it looked, to be honest, it is pretty rough but, I mean, we just live with it, don't we? Yeah. You know? That's right. Mm. The spiders and the snakes. There's no no drop drop bears in your backyard. I don't know if I would have left a baby in a tent on its own, even ten meters away from me. Though. Mm, you that see, was, that's yeah. probably what people were a little bit concerned about. It's it's you know it's one of those things where they probably got a bit comfortable for the two seconds that they They've shouldn't been safe. have. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an awful shame. All of that. Mm. Mm. So what have we got, baby? Can you remember the Challenger disaster? Yes. Yeah? Haven't you just watched um, – oh, Maddie's playing some lovely footage from – here we go. Maddie's backtracking and we're looking at uh, Azaria now. It's actually Sam Neill. Sammy Neil. Neil, yeah. Sam Neill and Meryl. There's Here's the dingo. There's the dingo. Played by a dingo. Oh, so that's right because they see the dingoes around before anything had happened, hadn't they? And they kind of thought, Ooh. And the dingoes were being cheeky like running in and, and grabbing sausages that they had dropped and stuff. You, you oh. know, like the, the dingoes were quite cheeky and they were all remarking remarking on, you know, how ta- how not tame but how bold the di- the dingoes were. Yeah. And see, here's the two little kids. Like, oh, there you go. Yeah. She's so good, Meryl Streep, in this, isn't she? Yeah. So she great. Awesome actress. Greatest actress of our age. Mm. Easily. Actor. Actor, you know. Mm. There was a few people with them. Oh, yeah. So you wouldn't think in a noisy camp area that dingoes would even be brave enough to come near you, you know, but obviously they were. Yeah. Anyway, 
Let's um let's have a look at the challenger now. Flight controllers here looking very carefully at the situation. Obviously a major malfunction. We have no downlink. We have a report from the flight dynamics officer that the vehicle has exploded. Flight director confirms that. We are uh, looking at uh, checking with the recovery forces to see uh, what can be done at this point. And this was awful. I remember this really clearly. I remember, well, as a kid, I remember it clearly. Obviously, <laughs> the details were, were hazy. Because one thing I learned from all of this was that I I thought, okay, to, to sort of bring you up to speed in case you don't know, in case you're sort of um, younger, um, the Challenger was a shuttle, part of a mission, part of, um, you know, they used to do sort of missions with shuttles on the side of the rocket rather than, yeah. And... Um, it was one of a few, wasn't it, Maddie? Challenger was, was one of a couple. There was Columbia and there was a couple of others. Um, and basically they were spending so many millions, millions of dollars that was going to waste in simply parts, you know, that were just like fucking orbiting the earth or floating you know, off into space. And so they thought, wouldn't it be great if you invented a shuttle where you could basically fly it back to earth like a plane? And so that's what they did. And... Um, they had had some. They had had some problems with it, like a few little sort of problems with it and everything. But I guess the space race in the eighties was, you know, there was a lot of media hype around it. There was a lot of media hype. You know, I think everybody felt like our direct future was going to be exploring the stars. You know, beyond the eighties, it was going to be. Oh, you know, by the year two thousand and beyond, we're going to be like fucking interplanetary as a species, you know, like it was yeah. really going to take off. And so um, the the hype around shuttle launches and stuff was huge. It was all over the news and everything. And they actually did a, a national um, – uh, they were they were they were looking to take a civilian on board and they did a national um, search for who was going to go on there. And they rounded it down to – you know, 20 people or something from millions, from millions. Correct Wasn't me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it a teacher? Yeah, it was and eventually they, a teacher. Yeah. I uh, thought they went through a whole lot of teachers, just no? I think it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. heaps of teachers. But um, and, and I guess the philosophy of that was that she would come back and teach the world and for children's of, you know, generations after about her experiences and stuff and that's why they chose her. A teacher. But, um, uh, yeah, her name was Krista McAuliffe and um, beautiful woman. And, I mean, they – they um, everybody who met her, at, you know, as part of this uh, process, they all thought – they, you know, they always thought it was going to be her. It turns out it was her. And she actually um, – she won this sort of competition basically. Um, I think it was George Bush, George Bush Sr., who was – he could have been vice president at the time. Yeah. And he actually presented it to her. You know, everybody was really excited. They they were they there were seven of them. Yeah, crew in total. Seven or something. And um, you know, they were all sort of astronauts and stuff otherwise, and you know, highly experienced and stuff. And um God, a couple of seconds after liftoff, the whole thing 
fucking blew blew up in the sky with the whole world watching with with yeah. her with her parents watching you know just it was absolutely awful well this was the problem there was ice around the bottom of it right because it was so cold yeah with something like this the world isn't going to stop to look after people yeah it's got a deadline and it, it you know i it would be like we have to launch this thing right mm. But apparently there was it came down to two black rings like washers yeah, yeah. that froze and then and perished. Yeah, they were they perished. Were, they were rubber, weren't they? Rubber, and they fucking tiny perished in the cold. Yeah, and then when it heated heated up, of course it Split, just went haywire. Probably. And mm. something as big as a would you call it a tap washer or even bigger? Were they that small? Wow. Were they that small? Yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for a nod or something and Maddie's staring at me. Um, yeah, so they were tiny and he's watching porn as we're running the show, obviously. Um, Wouldn't you though? Yeah, that's I, right. I, mean. I don't know. Um, so it was the end of it and then they actually went up in the air. They got out I think or there was no ejaculation oh. but they were in some <laughs> – Speak for yourself. There was no ejaculation. Speak for yourself. I was very excited. Really? (laughs) Yeah. What do you call it? Ejacuation? Oh, I don't know. Keep trying. Ejaculation? This is is good. It's not Right? Yeah. They were in a compact or something all together and then they hit the water and died. (laughs) Jesus, okay. All right. Yeah, lovely. So there was an explosion and then uh, you can – see, I always thought they – it just all blew up and they died – you know, they they died in the air, but this is this is part of the reason why we uh, didn't speak about it last time. They actually survived the initial explosion, mm. and you can see the shuttle. You can see the sort of uh, cockpit, I guess, falling to Earth, and it fell for fucking almost two minutes or something back to Earth. And um, you know, after they after they sort of went in and did all the uh, forensics and everything afterwards, it, it looks like they were alive all that time. Like there's nothing to say that they died kind of in the initial explosion. It wouldn't have been enough to, no. to kill them. No. And um, they they died from the impact of it hitting the ocean. It's mm. fucking terrible. Mm. Fucking awful. That two, min- that two minutes would have just been like felt like forever. It would have just been absolutely fucking shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah, and and the whole family's watching them in the audience yeah. and on the Awful. field. Awful. And I remember watching it as a kid and it sort of exploded in a really it looked like a snail or something. Yeah. In a really particular um shape. It was just awful. It just sort of it it broke broke the heart of the the whole world, you know. It really sort of dashed our dreams of Exploring the stars, you know, it was really awful. That's right. But I do think they launched and they shouldn't have. Well, yeah, absolutely. But, I, yeah, I, th- I think they may have fucking learnt their lesson. Wasn't there a um, – didn't Columbia fucking blow up in the um, 2000s or something? Do you know what year that was? 2004. 2004. Look, See? it's not something I put my hand up to do. See, I would. Really? Yeah, I'd, I'd do it. Would yeah. you do it? Yeah. Would you do it, Mick? No. Oh, no, Mick and I at home smoking bongs. We wouldn't be there. See, I would. I'm, I mean, I, I mean I, I'd do it. 
fuck, we're all going to die anyway. Yeah, well, that's true, but I'd like to, you know, not die like that. Yeah. I mean the – the Because um, we don't know how much they could even see. Yeah, yeah. Could they see outside that thing? Yeah. See, the possibility of um, – the possibility of like exploring space would be too much for me. I'd, I'd, I'd have to give it a go. Like if I had – you know, if I was asked, it might still happen. I don't know. I'm putting it out there to be asked. Um I was I'd never great on aeroplanes anyway. I only got great when I started going to London because it's such a long flight. Yeah. That boats or anything that went up in the air is just was just unnatural. For yeah. Me. Yeah. 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 Fucking awful. Mm. So I mean now, you know, you now I mean just the other day you had SpaceX um launch a private private launch SpaceX, you know, um Elon Musk's Space Exploration Company, and they they um, launched some astronauts the other day, and um, they're actually on the International Space Station now for s- six months, I think. Oh wow! And y- you, it is in the news, but not like, not not like back then, not yeah. like it was back yeah, then. That's right. Yeah. It was a big thing. Yeah, it was mm. a it was a big hoopla back then. Mm. Like um, there was even shit of like. You know, perhaps Big Bird would go up in this Challenger, you know, as part of this mission as well. It's fucking ridiculous. Like it became so much of a circus that that idea was floated for a while, you know. Yeah, right. That's just fucking crazy. That just sort of, <laughs> yeah. Bloody Big Bird. Yeah. Fucking. Imagine if Big Bird had a died. That would have oh. been a disaster. Especially with all those kids watching. That's right, mate. Jesus Christ. Can you remember Mr Hooper dying on um, Sesame Street? No. Mr Hooper was the shopkeeper with the glasses and he died. The actor died, I think. Um, And so they thought, you know, what a great, I guess they thought, what a great opportunity to sort of explore the concept of death with the kids. Oh, no. And Big Big Bird walks down to the shop. To visit Mr. Hooper and he's not there. And oh. and Big Bird's on the episode fucking crying and everything. Big Bird was crying. I was at home like going, ah! <laughs> Jeez, what year was that? Early 80s. I wasn't a very big Sesame Street fan. Yeah. Why not? Just didn't get into Sesame. I was more Humphrey B. Bear. Okay. Yeah, if they talked I wasn't interested. <laughs> You would just like take your pants yeah, off and shut up. Yeah, I didn't like up. pants and don't talk. Wow, that's yeah. that says so much. I know. I really didn't like Sesame Street. I thought it was mm. ridiculous. Had a couple of musos that have looked like people from Sesame Street. <laughs> okay, well, let's keep moving. Um, <laughs> so, Sammy, can you remember um, the presidential assassination attempt on President Reagan? Can you remember What this? year was it? 81. Oh, was shit. March the 30th, Probably 81. Probably not. No. So a dude called John Hinckley Jr. was obsessed with Jodie Foster, obsessed with Jodie Foster from seeing her in, what was that film that she was in when she got her first Oscar nomination? The one where she was raped? No, that was The Accused. Oh, right. It, oh, no, it may not have been her. F- that was her first Oscar win. Right. She, she won an Oscar for that. Um I think she was nominated when she was a child in Taxi Driver. Right. I think he was obsessed with her from – I think she was in Taxi Driver. He was obsessed with her from that point. 
God. Because she was a child actor, you know. Mm. And, um, and a good actor. And brilliant. Mm. I mean, she's brilliant. Yeah, always has been. And um, she uh, she did a movie with Michael Carmen out here. I can't remember what it was called. Mm. Mm. Nim's Island, that's right. Yeah. And Carmen was probably, you know, trying to make friends with her. Not that he sort of likes um, women. Women. <laughs> and um, came up and said, you know, oh, oh, you know, is it okay if we run lines together? And she, um, she like went, no, thank you, that's okay. Oh, you kidding? Yeah, yeah. That's perfect. When, when you um, when you run lines with each other, when you rehearse lines with each other, it's sort of like a two way favor, like you're both getting something out of it. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. You right. Know? <laughs> wow. Did, yeah, did, didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> anyway, so this dude John Hinckley Jr. was obsessed with her. Um, he even moved, um, moved state you know, moved to another state because he heard that she was going to Yale because she went to Yale right. sort of when she started growing up. And um, he he used to write her letters all the time, try to get in contact with her and just basically try to run into her in the street every day like it was getting really full on. Mm. And um, he ended up shooting fucking, you know, or try. he did actually get shot, didn't he? He did actually get shot. Ended up shooting the president to try to get her attention. Jesus. And when they went to his house. Why now? Hey? Why couldn't it be now? Why couldn't it have been now? Where <gasps> where are you, Jody? Exactly. Where are you? Yes, that would impress me. Fucking I'd read anyone that did that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hand in the metal Could now. Could have been Shannon Doherty, mate. Hand in the, um, what do they call it in America? The, the highest honour that you can get? I can't remember. <laughs> give, give him that. Anyway, um, but I think, you know, everyone largely liked Reagan even though he was a conservative. And um, he, he was shot simply, you know, this guy was trying to get his attention. And when the coppers went to his house, um, they found this big fucking shrine to J- Jodie Foster shit. with all pictures and like candles you see in the and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's obviously, you know, when you see that in films, that's based on a lot of fact. Yeah, nuts. Crazy. Yeah, right. Pretty full on. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he didn't aim low, did he? And, and, you know, excuse the pun, aim low. But, I mean, he, he, he went straight for the president, you know, no one less. What was going to get her attention most of all? Shoot the president. And we're watching it now. Look, there's Reagan. Oh. Well, shit, we, we – um. He got shot and I believe the – Wow, look at this footage. Yeah, they're all whipping their guns out. He got shot and the and it must have been quite close because they've they've obviously got him pinned on the ground. I thought it was from a distance with a rifle, but it was obviously quite close. Fuck, they've all got their guns out. Absolutely. I believe he got shot and the one of the secu- one of the secret service dudes got shot sort of saving him. But it looks to me like there's a few people injured. They've got, oh, yeah, wow. Fucking hell. How are the old school guns, though? fucking blood everywhere. Yep, they've got him in the head. It's coming out of his head. Well, that dude's not dead. No. Did they, so did they end up locking him up or what happened? I don't know what they did. There's a lot of people sacrificing their life for Reagan, though, isn't there? 
Now, it was um, very trendy assassination attempts in the 80s. Yeah. The Pope got um, – the Pope got – fuck, someone tried to shoot the Pope as well. But I didn't care about that so I didn't write it down. <laughs> 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 and he used to – then he used to ride around in the Pope-mobile and remember it sort of had um, Gunshot. that plexiglass. Yeah, fucking, they changed that. Yeah. A bit like coronavirus at the supermarkets now. Yeah, yeah. With the old fucking plastic. They don't, the Pope doesn't fucking drive around in a plexiglass thing anymore. No. no. No one wants to shoot him now. Nah. Remember that when that woman grabbed him just not long ago and he reached his fucking hand out, remember? remember? She grabbed him sort of too, too um, tightly too tightly, and he, he, he fucking lost his There's nothing worse temper. though when someone grabs you. Yeah. Even on stage, if they grab you to yeah, say I something, can't stand it. they can put you back out, man. Yeah, I can't they don't, stand it. I can't stand it. I want to kick it's him in the too head. Too much. It's like, don't grab me. Yeah, I can see you. Yeah, and pull you so hard that you could get your back. Take you know, people yeah. don't get it. No, uh, some crazies out there. All for Jesse's girl. Fuck that <laughs> shit. You know. Yeah. Fucking hell. So we should do a. One dick wonder. We've got a great one dick wonder this week. Mm. A really good one. He's certainly a dick, this guy. He is a dick but he's he's sort of um, a little bit trendy, isn't he? In certain parts of Europe, yes. Can you, you guess know, who it is? Oh, we're going to play it. We are going to play it as soon as Sammy finds it on the machine. I'll just tell a joke. Yeah, no, I got it. It's okay. all right. Here we go. One morning in June, some 20 years ago, I was born a rich man's son. I had everything that money could buy, but freedom I had none. I've been looking for freedom. I've been looking so Exciting, isn't if it? If I was Boney M, I'd be fucking suing that prick. <laughs> That's it's very disgusting. Boney M. Very Rivers of Babylon. It is very Rivers Same of Babylon. Same chord progression. It is. Except for one. Was that a um, was that an original song for Boney M or is yeah. that much older? Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one's a cover. This, that was, of course, our good mate, the Hoff, David Hasselhoff. Fucking horrible. It was a cover, that song, Looking for Freedom. Who originally did it? Oh, I don't Fucking know. Fucking hell. Yeah, I can't How remember. did it get a second go? Well, he was already popular in Europe. Anyway, he – oh, Maddie's got the fucking vinyl. Get fucked. Holy shit. Oh, it's Night Rocker. God, he's fucking daggy, isn't Night he? Rocker? Yeah, not Night Rider. Oh. You with me? Um. Fucking. This is his album, Night Rocker, with him on the front with like an Elvis. I don't even know this was in my hat. Where would you, did you get this? Why do we have a copy of this song, Night Rocker? Fucking look right. at him on the car. 
So who's this chick on the back? There's a blonde chick. Is that Catherine Hickland who he's doing duets with? Who the fuck's she? I don't know. Hmm. So do you like this song? What? This song? Yeah. No, but it it's um certainly a one. Di- he didn't have any other big fucking hits, did he? Well, wait, was this a hit? Well, it was in Europe. Wow. He, he um he sang this, so the Berlin Wall came down. Oh right. Okay. It was all surrounding this, yeah, uh, because basically the. <laughs> The, the sort of USSR was coming to an end uh, and the Cold War was sort of ending. Like, you know, Reagan was talking to the USSR, really encouraging them because um, the, the country of Germany was split in two, East Germany and West Germany, and you basically had uh, Russia taking control of the eastern side, the, the sort of Russian side. And so you had communist East Germany and then you had West Germany, which was controlled by the Allies being, um, I guess, you know, UK, USA and France, I think it was. And um, so, the, you know, West Germany was like the modern world and then, you know, you had this big fucking wall through the middle of Berlin and the other side of it was a completely different climate, completely different country and you had people sort of um, – trying to escape from the east to the west, getting shot and stuff by the the, the fucking border control and everything. And, um, you know, they, they obviously desperately wanted to come to the west and so they were putting pressure on Russia to release Germany from, from Russian control and therefore, um, you know, give Germany back to the Germans, I guess. And um, when all of this happened... Something happened. Something happened on the news. There was some some official announced it on the radio or something, and there was some mis misunderstanding. Like people thought, I think he came out and said, "We're going to begin talks about dismantling the wall." But there was some misunderstanding where the people thought that it was okay. We're we're going to dismantle it now. Like it's 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 all over. It's all ended. Like it's happened now. So the people actually stormed the streets that night and started tearing it down with like fucking, um, you know, smashing it down with sledgehammers and shit and pulling big sections of it down. And you can actually buy sections of the Berlin Wall on fucking eBay and stuff. At least you 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 used to be able to. Mm. But I mean, how could you prove it? Yeah, well, that's right. And so anyway, they, it, it got – people started pulling it down and I think this might have happened in – it was quite late. It might have happened in November of 89. Of so this was the tail end of the 80s obviously. And um, come New Year's Eve in Germany, it was just like the whole country was celebrating because they were reunified, you know. And he was already popular. The Hof was already popular. And um, they asked him to come and sing uh, in and around the countdown for New Year's Eve. Right. And uh, it's one of those things where people think that David Hasselhoff sang this song on the Berlin Wall as it was getting pulled down, but historically that's incorrect. He, uh, he was on some crane or something and it was really close to the Berlin Wall and it was actually New Year's Eve, like almost a month later. It wasn't, it, 
was in November. Huh? And he's got a pretty sparkly jacket on the uh, video footage here with a, a piano top. Did piano somebody throw scarf. something out? Are people throwing things at him? They are. Yeah. People Tickets? fucking throwing things at him. They want their money back for the concert, maybe? I don't know. Maybe they've. Well, I'd like want my money back. Cans of VB or something. Was he doing Baywatch at this stage? Was that <clears> the story? He could have been. Or Night Rider, maybe. 89. Baywatch? Very early if it was. Because it would have been Night Rider. So people are actually fucking throwing shit at him. Could be a form of. Um, he doesn't seem to be worried about it, though. No. Maybe. Yeah. Well, they have got him up on a crane, which kind of tells you it's not a safe gig. Well, he can't be in and amongst the people because they were all swarming and you can see the Brandenburg Gate there. Um, yeah, right. Just right there as well. Mm. He, he couldn't He couldn't have been down amongst the people. It wouldn't have matter who he was. They would have fucking. Not tore, even on a stage. Tore all his clothes off. Mm. You know, he wishes. But, um, yeah, very exciting. So that song, Looking for Freedom, became a big anthem for this, for that, for that event. You know, the event of the Berlin. I sound like a, I sound like an ageing drag queen with my voice. It's because I've been, I've been out laughing all day. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, so, so this, this song, Looking for Freedom, was tied to that event. And so, yeah, it was a big, it was a big hit for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would have been big throughout Europe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Europe loves stuff like that. Yeah. I don't Which know what the stats were, but, yeah. um, you know, it would have gone number one in Germany and so yeah. forth. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he was an actor way before, but yeah. it was at a time where the actors were putting out records, mm, mm. you know, for the Euro market. He was like – David Hasselhoff was like Elvis in Germany. That's that's sort of a well-known – and, and wow. that's really how he sort of marketed himself. I mean, you look at him on the front cover of this, that's such an Elvis pose with the black leather fucking outfit. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's he on a car? On a car. Mm. He had to have a car in there in case people forgot who he is. And I bet he couldn't is. play guitar. No. That's just totally a – that's a V guitar. Yeah. Yeah, he's strumming it pretty badly. What's he <laughs> strumming it with his dick? Yeah. I think he might have strummed it with his dick. <laughs> so um, there you go. What do we say to our one dick wonder? Nice, nice one, dick. There he is go. a dick. Yeah, he is a dick. But if I met him, I wouldn't not have a drink with him. No. Nah. Be a lot of fun. Didn't you meet him, Maddie? No, you were on a show with him, though. Oh, no, that was um, Ron Moss. You were on a show with Ron Moss. Um, he came out and did a oh, yeah. casino gig. Did he? Yeah, he's got it. Ron Moss is huge. Ron Moss is like taking him over, I think. And Ron Moss is a dirty shagger, too. Yeah, good. He shags all the fans. Yeah, really? I saw a photo of him. That wow. I saw a photo of him. Um, he came out here for something to promote something that he was doing. Yeah, he's and, fucking um, He's in bed geek. with two chicks. Like, yeah, he just rooted both of them. And, and one of them had taken a selfie like, oh, yeah, I just rooted Tom. Jesus. I just rooted Mussy. Wow. And, and he, he owned it. He was Is like, he still oh. on Bold? Oh, I don't know. Bold and the beautiful. I'd have to ask my parents. You're asking the wrong person. Yeah. I think he might be. Really? But he looks like a piece of cardboard now, like. He always did. Yeah, he did. Always did. Yeah. Sort of. That chisel. He used to look like sort of 200 GSM cardboard and now he's more your sort of full 
kind of, you know, hard duty. Oh, yeah. Hard duty I never box. found him attractive, but I could see no. what people saw well, him. I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really. No. Big face, big head. It looks like a fucking, I don't know. Yeah. Chiseled fucking cheekbones. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a head like a fucking egg, egg carton. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's keep pushing through, So mate. I've got um, and one that I remember as a kid which Have was you. the opening of the Sydney Entertainment Centre. Fuck, that would have been thrilling. Oh, well, it was televised all around the country, oh. believe it or not. So was the Hindenburg disaster. <laughs> May the 1st, 1983 was the opening of the Sydney Entertainment Centre. Sydney really didn't have much going for it when it came to bigger stadiums. They did outside stuff. So they didn't have an inside area. I think they'd pulled something down in the city and they had nothing. So the reason I know about this and why we were so excited about it as kids is because my second cousin, David Atkins, choreographed and directed the whole show and there were 600 performers and we're talking Marsha Hines and Marsha Hines looks fucking incredible. She still does. Can you get some footage up of this, the Cindy Entertainment Centre, babe? She is incredible looking. You had Richard Simmons came out, Christopher Cross. They paid for Run Like the Wind da, 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 to come out and do his one song. How exciting. Well, he had more than that. He was quite hot in those days. Mm-hmm. Peter Allen gave it a bit of a go on the piano. But he did. The David Atkins dancers, which would have been Sherry DeCosta, his wife at the time, and she mm. I did see her in the dancers. Wendy Stapleton was on it. Yes. And it was just – they put so much money behind this stadium thing because 83 there really wouldn't have been anywhere but I'm sure a lot of the gigs were outside mm. and they needed an inside thing. 10,000 people could watch something in this room. I think they had 10,000 people on the night. Wow. Mike Walsh actually – Compared it. Wow, here it is. Yeah. May 1st, May Day, 1983. Yeah, and look at that graphic, hey, with the fucking opening of the Sydney Entertainment and the big orchestra in the pit. Big orchestra. Technology. Technology. Fluorescent lighting. Uh, Bert Newton was there as well. Oh. And there was John John English English was away, alive then, yep. That looks like Chrissy Amphlett. I don't know. It could be. There's my little cousin, the short dude. Is that Paul Hogan? Paul Hogan was there. Christopher Cross. That's one of the daddos, is it? Could That's be a daddo, It's yeah. actually Peter Allen, is it? Could be Peter Allen too. It's hard. It's all grainy, isn't it? There's Richard Simmons. Oh, it? no. That, is it? <laughs> I don't know. There's <laughs> John Denver. God, a lot of these people aren't even here with us anymore. Oh, Look at them right. smoking on stage yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Like the 80s you could smoke on stage. Anywhere you wanted. At rehearsals. I remember people smoking in planes and in restaurants yeah. and shit. They're fucking unthinkable now. Yeah. So they come out and they do a montage of movies. So they did a bit of Xanadu. They did a bit of um, – there was a song in Xanadu that was rock and pop. It was a mixture and it went – and then it went into – forget about the blues tonight and then it went into rock. Well, they ripped that off. They did that, which is very dancer to do. That was a big tune. Yeah. Bert Newton had a full head of hair and then 
And All these artists very, came up. He's very seventies looking, though, isn't he, Bert? He's yeah, got he, that, he that didn't bow tie really, is very seventies. Yeah, he didn't come out. Oh, Glenn Shorick, of course, because he would have been huge in the day with Little River Band and stuff like that. But they went all out, and they it was televised all around Australia. Wow. I don't know Fuck. why, but because it was a huge entertainment complex. Yeah. And now Maddie plays there with Pseudo Echo. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like an, we could get booked there with Rewind 80s. Like it, it was <laughs> such a huge thing. It's not that bad, is it? It is that bad. <laughs> and look, it's quite big and it's the lighting and all that stuff and they would have had millions of people work, or, you know, yeah. hundreds of people work on it. Um, and it was quite a good show, like a really, really good show. Yeah. And this chick is like a poor man's Grace Jones. She comes out and she's always in second position with her fucking skirt around her fanny <laughs> and she just does second position the whole time. And I'm not sure who she is, right? She's like a poor man's Grace Jones. She's an Aussie chick. Who the chick. fuck is she? I don't know. She's got a black mohawk. She's got little sailors. Well, I mean, the sailors are tiny compared to her. It's not Vanetta Fields or something. No, Vanetta Fields would never wear something like this. Vanetta was quite conservative. She's like she's st- stepping through dog shit I, or something. Look, see, she lifts her legs up and does second position all the time. The thighs must be fucking knackered after this performance. Who is it? I don't know. I, I don't know. But she was interesting. I couldn't stop watching her. She was like a car crash. Now, you, you mentioned that her. Jeannie Little was at this Jeannie gig. Little was definitely she here. She sadly passed last week. Yeah. You remember Jeannie oh, Little? Oh, darling. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, very good costumes, top hats and fucking whatever you call the shit they wear. Who's on. that? That's the guy from Hush. Is it? Sure. Oh, it is too. I think. thought it was Jamie Redfern for a second. No, I, I think they went a little bit better than the Young Talent Time in this. <laughs> you know? He, he um, sort of transcended uh, young YTT for a while. Old Jamie, Who? Jamie, Jamie Redfern? Jamie Redfern, yeah. Yeah, but I think um, – he was gone by 1983. wonder whatever happened to him. You know what I mean? Like he was sort of destined for. Do you reckon? Jamie Redfern? Yeah, Didn't he have yeah. a fucking. I think Liberace took him under his wing. Yeah, well, he wouldn't probably. root Liberace, so that was the end of that. Yeah. That's right. It's in the movie. He Is fucking that... did. Is you it seen in the, the movie? Liberace movie? Yeah. Is Jamie Redfern in the movie? No? He picks up an Australian guy in the movie. Maddie reckons that didn't happen, but I reckon it did. But anyway, they're all 80s up in their fucking – look at them. There's Jean. Is that Jeannie? No, that's – it could be. It's really hard to tell. It is really hard to tell because everyone's so glammed up. I mean, it could be Marsha Hines. It's poor man's Olivia. A little bit older. It She's might not be young. Olivia. No, it's not Olivia. Why? Too expensive for this. Olivia, this is her time where she was doing Xanadu. She was in America yeah, and true. stuff. Yeah. And she'd just done, you know, she was huge at this time. You don't – when I listen to Casey Capeson's on my, on my walk, Top mm. 40, yep. Olivia – we have to do a podcast on Olivia yeah. and Kylie yes. because Olivia was fucking huge in America. Like I didn't realise oh, yeah. until I start listening to a daily – Dose of mm, Casey, mm. and she is in the top ten every time. She was like the babe of her day. My God, physical. Let's get yeah. that was huge. Mm. But then Magic got in the charts, yeah, top yeah, yeah. ten. I, just, I, I loved that song actually when I was a kid. 
Magic? Yeah, magic's great. And they brought a spaceship out from the from the uh, someone's going to come down in this spaceship. Wonder who comes down. See, like this is big budget for eighty three. That's like something Bowie would have had on his tours. Yeah, where the spaceship comes down. And, God, I hope it's someone exciting because they've spent a lot of money to get them down here. So it's coming off the roof and now it's going to land on the stage. Sort of spinal tapish. No, nah, it'll be Denise Drysdale. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Who the fuck is it? Oh, it's oh, Marsha. She's fantastic. Is that Marsha? Look how beautiful she fuck, is. Fuck, she looks incredible. Incredible, doesn't Holy she? Holy shit. It's like what? She's just beautiful. Wow, man. She's got like. Little coloured strands in her hair and, yeah, yeah, Marsha's worth the spaceship. And she's got feathers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, she, she was amazing. Um, she was, you know, the queen of pop in Australia. Yeah, she was. She was. Nice legs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was our and girl. And she can actually sing. She was um, – I've seen her live in Oh What a Night, which was a musical, which I my supported her. Co- co-worker I Phil remembered. was in as well. yeah. I, I supported her at Crown Casino. Did you? Very hard to support Marsha Hines oh, yeah. because you're like the only white chick in the room. Yeah. I mean, not that I was, but I felt like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I'm supporting Marsha Hines. Are you fucking kidding me? So I did all these In Vogue like songs. Like I went into In Vogue and I did all these sort of tracks I thought people would appreciate because they're going to see music is my life, my life is music. Oh, and Vogue you mean? In like, Vogue, yeah. Never going to get it, never going to get and it. Yeah, but it, I did whatever, which was there later, whatever, whatever you was another In Vogue song. But I met Marsha and she came up to me and she goes, are you okay? Are you okay? And she was fucking speeding off her tits. Oh, yeah. I heard she used to get Loves into it. Loves the jungle juice. Yeah. Anyway, I went, yeah, yeah, you okay? And she went, yeah. She knew I was supporting her. Mm. Uh, and it was a really good night. I remember mm. going on first for half an hour at the, I think it was called The Palms then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But very nerve-wracking to go on before yeah. Marsha. Mm. Shouldn't have happened really. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. We've got a few more. Mm. It's been a good little chat. What about when mobile phones hit, uh, started hitting the shelves in the 80s? Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't big at first because not everyone could afford them. It was like a really – I mean, Maddie made a very good point before. Um, mobile phones – were in cars, you know, like they'd be in the yeah. fucking centre console. Yeah. And now you're not allowed to even fucking touch your phone in the car. Yeah, you, you'll, bizarre, you'll get booked. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you had these like, you know, whopping big fucking phones in, in the car. Um, and eventually, can you remember, can you remember the first mobiles, how big they were? Yeah, and I had they, one. They had a big aerial. They, they were easily over 30. 30 yeah. centimetres with, with the aerial involved. Yeah. They, they yeah. were huge. Yeah, they were like bricks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Nokia. Was it Nokia? Brought out – one of them brought out a phone. Yeah. But I had a brick and my dad brought me one because he said it would be good for business because people can get onto you at any time of the day. Yeah, yeah. Which was the truth back then but now they're a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Because you just don't want to fucking hear from anyone. We can't have any time off anymore. No. And and if you don't get back to people instantly, they get fucked off. Like the the expectation is that you um, reply to them instantly. Yeah. And I mean, this is whenever oh, I guess I reflect and 
you know, I think back because, you know, my, my brother's – my eldest brother is old enough to remember the moon landing and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And so I think back on my life and I think like, oh, yeah, I'm getting old. Like, you know, what cool stuff – you know, what has – what can I remember, the, you know, the advent of, of what have I lived through that has been monumental, like, you know, some some big cultural change. And I'd have to say it's fucking mobile phones. Mm. You think about it. Mm. You think about how mobile phones have changed our lifestyle completely. Oh, absolutely. One, you started to be able to get phone calls and so you, you, you were reachable anywhere you went. That's right. Uh, whereas before that, if they didn't catch you at home, too bad. You know, not everyone had an answering machine, so so too bad if they didn't catch you. You know, mm. you'd have to leave a message and so forth with somebody else, and um, and so then it went from that to texting. So texting became a thing, which you know changed the way that we communicate with each other. Like people don't want to talk on the phone anymore; they prefer to text. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And the next thing was when, um, you know, smartphones smartphones started coming out and, and that really changed everything because not only did they have a phone in their hand, they had a fucking computer basically. Mm. Um, and that was a huge cultural change, you know. That was a huge cultural change. Pe- people started having not having a landline anymore because they just have their phone. Yeah. You know, they'd just have their mobile phone. They wouldn't ever have a landline. That, that was a huge sort of cultural shift. And I think it shifted again when when they – like I remember the car phones had a compact in the boot that used to run it. Oh, fuck, like, really? Yeah, it used to be set up in the boot and then you'd sort of put a line through the car and then it would be on your dash because uh, it still had a cord. Yeah, It yeah. wasn't like cordless or anything and it, it yeah. looked fucking ridiculous. Like even if yeah. you watched 80s movies now and you pick up – the, the car phone, they'd had a cord on it. It was like one you had on your wall. Yeah. You know when phones went from down on the ground on the wall? Yeah. It was like having one of those in your car. Yeah. So I kind of found them a bit ridiculous at the start. All my uncles who did business had the car phone. Then to get a normal phone, it was still very expensive. For you to run a mobile as a musician, especially in about 1988 – it was very expensive. It wasn't until the phone companies latched onto the fact that if they charged you next to nothing, you'd use it more yeah. and they'd just fucking take yeah. over the world. Yeah, yeah. Which is what's happened. Yeah. It absolutely has. And, and I mean it's gone having a phone in your hand everywhere you go started in the 80s and I mean it, it went from being only something that rich people did yeah. to the point that it was like a status symbol. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Um, to now, people in the poorest of countries will will have a will have a phone, you know, yeah. will we'll have a, access to a mobile phone, you know, yeah. and therefore the internet, you know, yeah, yeah. So incre- you know, um, amazing, huge cultural shift there. I mean, I know, I know it sort of sounds boring, like mobile phones hitting the shelves, but um, it they've changed our lives dramatically, made it faster. Yeah, yeah. It's like moving from. Melbourne to Sydney, but mm. ten times worse. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's it's all taken our anonymity away as well. Not not our anonymity, but just um, you're accountable a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, you know you're accountable a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. You've got to train people when you say no. Yeah, you've got to train people to. You've got to put your boundaries up to 
what you can and can't do. Yeah, yeah. You know, because people know if you're not picking up and, mm. you, you know. But the thing on top of it that's fucked it all for everyone is Facebook because you're always online and they can see you online. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, you know, when that first started happening I thought I could, I was, everything was, everyone was seeing everything I was doing. Yeah, yeah. You know. Face, I reckon Facebook's um, on its way out though in yeah, terms of popularity. it has to be. It's a, like Facebook is popular with um, people in the generation from when it started but it's not. It's not huge with young the younger demographics. They're on to other – they're on to other things, you know. Yeah, they're, there they're, are other things, yeah, you're right. Yeah. People are starting to talk about it. And that is a good thing in a way because we're not getting the true person behind Facebook. No. Because I love people but when they're on Facebook they can be totally different. Yeah, yeah. And, and they don't think they are. Yeah. But they really are. Yeah. Like I saw something the other week about – Conspiracy, which is fine, whatever. And then when that person went and did something creative and people were watching him with masks on, mm. it was like, oh, but that was all right though. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. well, how is it all right? Mm. You know, mm. I was, it was kind of a little bit, it's very hard to see who a person is through Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. And selfies as well. We don't fucking know. Yeah. I look at people that have selfies taken of themselves and then they turn up somewhere and I go, Jesus. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. But yeah. So I, I've quickly put a commercial on for today as well. Have you? Yeah. I've just got to remember where I put it, babe. Yeah, okay. So it's a surprise commercial. It's a very well-known commercial and it's 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 a chocolate commercial. So we'll give it a go. Here we go. Here's our commercial for the night. I'm going to put that hard-boiled egg into this milk bottle. A bit of burning paper in the milk bottle. Egg on top. Watch it. In it goes. Atmospheric pressure does the work. So too Cadbury does the work. They put all the goodness of a glass and a half of full cream dairy milk into every 200-gram block of this chocolate. Only Cadbury gives you the goodness of that famous glass and a half. That's why I say, when you think of chocolate, think of Cadbury. There you go. I wonder if he used to say that to his wife. There it goes. Do you get that whole experiment, though? No. I don't either. I wonder, was he a real scientist? Yeah. Okay. He had grey hair, remember? He had grey hair and a white, like someone that used to work at the back of a storeroom in the 80s. Yeah. So he's put this egg in a jar or whatever. And heated it or something. Well, well he's put a flame, like a bit of paper with That's flame. That's right. And all the kids are on the side like, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck, that's amazing. Like, I could, mate, if someone showed me that, I would be like, where's my fucking apple? I'm going out to the playground. <laughs> this is just boring. I'm not sciencey. Yeah. Sciencey. Um. So the the egg sucks in the bottle. I think yeah. it's like a milk bottle. Yeah. But then he brings out the Cadbury thing. So what the fuck's that? A glass and a half. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. But we remember it though. I I bet, and they've cut it out of the ad later that he tried the same trick with his balls. Yeah. Look, it would have been more exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Watch me pull a rubber out of my ball sack. <laughs> 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 yeah, I remember that one really, really closely. I think he used to do – didn't he used to do different science experiments? Yeah, no, in there was different ads for the that. Ads? Yeah. So, look, here it is, look. Yeah, here and it is. And the kids, oh, get yeah. sucked in. 
So these kids have been paid to fucking look excited. He's a bit fucking intense for chocolate selling. Very intense and those black glasses and he's very angry and these kids are probably shitting themselves. They would have got so much chocolate out of this. Oh, yeah, whenever you do a gig for Cadbury, you you get baskets of it. The packaging has not changed that much, has it? No. Family block. We were having a chat tonight before the show and we might do a show about big brands from the 80s that just don't exist anymore. Yeah. Because Sammy brought up um, Anset. 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 Yeah. Huge. um, Because with our footy – Thing we did last week, mm. Bob Ansett was president. North Melbourne's president, president. or yeah. yeah, they used to sponsor. Well, Ansett was their sponsor, right? Um, and also, I did find out the uh, I wanted to talk about Warwick Kappa's single and Jacko. Jacko was right. way before Warwick, was he? Same year, so he didn't copy him. No, and I knew that inside my body. I was like, Jacko was definitely the first one to start this whole marketing thing. <gasps> so I did look into it and it was come out the same year and Warwick was – because Warwick wasn't even in the footy field when Jacko first started. Warwick came out later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think Jacko started a lot of the bad behaviour even on the footy. Thing. Yeah, right. So, yeah, they uh, – same year – Jacko was number one. Yeah. There we go. But not the best song. I think Warwick's was better. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. But loved it. There we go. What else, baby? That might be it. Yeah. Can you think of anything that... Was there something else? There might have been one more thing. What about Chernobyl? Oh, fuck. Do you want to go ahead? No. So Chernobyl, guys. (laughs) Well, you got it right. Did I? You got it right. So Chernobyl was um, another big disaster, another big disaster. It's sort of like one of those events where you just say the one word, Chernobyl, and you sort of, you may not know the details but you get like a little chill down your spine, you know. Um, Chernobyl was a disaster in uh, the Ukraine, uh, Ukraine, USSR, and it was a, um, it was a, what are they? Nuclear power reactor. Um, and Australia, I remember Australia always being really funny about, you know, no nuclear, no nuclear sort of uh, power. Stickers and stuff, yeah. yeah. it was really huge. The greenies were really, really against yep. it. And, um, oh, this bloke. What's this? What? Oh, this series. is Chernobyl the series, right. Yes, so a series has been made about it. And what's her name? Emma, what, Emma Watson? I think it's Emma Watson. Anyway, it was basically a big nuclear meltdown. They were running a test. They were running some tests, and and I believe it was 1986. They were running some tests on it to see, um, base. I think what would happen if there was a power outage or something, and I think it surrounded how long, um, how long it would be able to go during a power outage without fucking blowing up. And then when they were running these tests, there actually was a power outage and it wasn't just for a couple of minutes. It was like for fucking ages. 
the whole thing fucking melted down and um, I think a fire started which started fucking spreading all this, you know, radioactive smoke mm. all across fucking Europe. Mm. And um, the thing was, I, I mean, un, under 100 people died at the event and you think like, okay, big disaster and everything and, and you think like only, you know, only under 100 people died under um, – during the actual event, but for generations afterwards, people were like suffering fucking all kinds of cancer and, mm. um, you know, weird sort of health problems and everything that they were having. It was very hard to prove that they were, you know, dying from, from the after effects of Chernobyl, you know, just because it was spaced out so many decades afterwards. But like, you know, some – some reports put the the deaths right up into the thousands and thousands of people. Um, yeah, but like terrible disaster, and um, they had to they had to sort of evacuate everything in a thirty k radius. Uh, and initially they initially they built like a sarcophagus to to uh, basically try to contain all the radioactivity. And so they built this fucking shell around the reactor, but even that sort of started breaking down over time. And it's um, they actually built it with robots because people sort of couldn't couldn't survive that close to it for for that long um, because of the radioactivity. And um, they they've only just recently, as recently as twenty seventeen. Um, successfully built a, a big sort of shell around it to try to contain the. So you know it was sitting there since 19, 1986 without really adequate sort of uh, safety measures in place. So yeah, awful, awful disaster. Another like terrible disaster. And there was a yeah, big. Yeah, I just don't remember it really. I might vaguely, but there's some scale of like you know zero to seven of. Um, nuclear of, of basically severity with like a nuclear meltdown, and this was a seven. Apparently, it was it was really really bad. There was another one um, quite recently, actually, only I think within the last ten years. I think it might have been in twenty eleven in Fukushima in Japan, and that was a really bad one as well. So remember that movie because it reminds me of the movie um, Aaron Brockovich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that about, that movie? When did that happen? Oh, that was about like there was <clears throat> something something in the water. Some company was, right. was um, you know, it was might have been nuclear waste or something like that, but they were dumping some kind of toxic waste that was going into the water system and poisoning all the people in that area. Area, yeah. And people were sort of, you know, dropping, dropping dead from lymphoma and, you know, like yeah. all kinds of different cancers and stuff. So... Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was sort of what it reminded me of a little and bit. And I mean, also. that was in that was in the US. Can you imagine in the Ukraine? They wouldn't have given a shit. Yeah, like people would have been, um, you know, dropping like flies. I mean, Ukraine's a company. Uh, Ukraine's a, a country where, uh, you know, historically they they, um, I think it was Stalin was like starving their own people and stuff like t- terrible, terrible conditions. So so sort of. Um, um, nobody would have given us stuff, mm. you know. It would have been very hard to uh, – apparently the series is really incredible. This Chernobyl um, series is really incredible. But um, there you go. Very interesting. 
fucking hell. A lot happened in the 80s. Yeah. Lots of big events. Lots of big events. Absolutely. Yeah. It was really like a, a really big decade of change. I, I really feel like the 80s was the last of the, the, the sort of olden times. Really when, when internet and phones and everything came in, the world completely changed. Everything became global and closer and, uh, you know, yeah. So 80s was like, for me, I don't know, it, it feels like it was like the last 90s as well to a certain extent but um, definitely the 80s, like the last decade of like little bit of innocence left perhaps, you know, before sort of things drastically changed into the modern world, you know. Yeah, well, that's right and we are all – do the same stuff, really. Yeah, yeah. We really just do. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. Good there on you. you go. And if you have any other things you can think of that we missed or you want to hear about, because we could always do separate shows. Mm, mm. Uh, you can write into the website, the eightiesmontage.com. Yeah. And we'll have a look at it. Because there's a couple of people that wrote in, uh, we've got, Wrestlers in the eighties. We've got to do that. We've had someone Wrestlers. that wants, yeah, uh-huh. wants to do that. Who wants us to do that? Uh, Stefan. Stefan wants to do wrestlers of the eighties. Thought so. And he used to be a wrestler. Did he? And so did our friend, who's very funny. I saw that Stefan met um, Julian James. Hey? Yeah. Hey, Julian James. He listens to the show. Oh, fantastic. He was into wrestling as well. Now we've got to send out a really big thank you to everyone that voted for us in the Australian Podcast Awards. Yes. They were announced tonight. Um, we still don't know what happened. We still don't know what happened. Yeah. We probably should have listened to it. <laughs> we should have. <laughs> but look, um, whether we won or not, we really appreciate uh, all those votes, guys. Good yeah. on you. All our listeners for voting for us and our friends and so forth. We'd 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 love it if we just simply got a mention. Don't have to win. Yeah. Far out. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And I'd like to thank everyone that's already brought tickets for the wedge in sale mm. coming up. Great. It's just selling so well. But get your tickets anyway. There's still heaps more. Yeah. But the fact that we're in COVID is really good that we're so in front, which is fantastic. And that's going to be a great event. Now, the government is giving money away. Mm-hmm. If you want to travel rural, you can get a $200 voucher. Great. So if you, That'll pay for the petrol to get there. Well, it does pay for something, you know. Yeah. It's, it's worth getting a little bit of funding if you do want to go out on a road trip. I wonder if you can just... Say that you're going regionally no, you and need... spend that money on drugs or something. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I reckon I there'll be that. people that will try that. Oh, would they though? They're too busy complaining. Yeah, probably. But I think you need receipts. You need to spend $400 oh. somewhere or with your accommodation and stuff. So I'm going to apply for it with oh, us because that why oh, not? Oh, okay, you know? okay, yeah, for sure. And if you you easily clock up four hundred dollars if you pay for concert tickets and then you get an apartment, Roger. you get food, so it's not too bad. They just want to promote everyone going out around Australia. Yeah, yeah, and, and try bring to... the rural business because I'm telling you now, guys, we won't be in Melbourne pubs for another five to six months. Not while everything recovers. No, maybe. and I mean, even though Sunday there's a big annou- a big announcement, it's the fact that we have to be so far apart from each other on the stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you been the... out? Like, have you been out yet, um, you know, since they sort of started lifting stuff, the restrictions? I don't think I have. Yeah, it's have weird. Have we been out? 
It's weird. We've been out like three times and it's weird. It's weird because um, you you can't go from absolutely nothing to then, you know, you're you're in a a space with all these people. And and the crazy thing is you're allowed to take your masks off when you're sitting down and it's sort of weird because like you look around – a restaurant, not that they're overly full because everybody has to be sort of separate. Oh, we've been out a fair bit. Um, and there's a real you, – you feel like you shouldn't be doing it, you know, like there's this weird feeling of like you're doing something kind of naughty, which I kind of like, but it's <laughs> it's, it's very, very controlled, you know, like yeah. the whole experience is very yeah. controlled. You can only be there for a certain amount of time. Um, that's more so they can – so they can sort of service rest- as yeah. many people oh, as actually, possible. Actually, I've been to a restaurant, yes, I have. Oh, good. With my parents, but that was really spaced out. Mm, mm. Um, but when your parents are old, oldish, they don't know what to do with the mask. They're like, yeah. oh, will I take them off or whatever or do I keep them on and eat? They're very confused, which is understandable. I can see masks being a very popular litter item. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, I'm going to wear mine still. I actually oh, okay. haven't. I've I've always loved masks since Michael Jackson wore them, yeah, and right. I always wanted to wear one when Michael Jackson wore one, but yeah. I was too embarrassed. Yeah, especially yeah. at airports and on airplanes. Mm. I would prefer to. And you know what? I talk to myself a lot. Yes. In the shower on the street, mm-hmm. it's fantastic <laughs> when you talk to yourself because no one sees your mouth move in the asylum. So they might assume you're on the phone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I love the fact that I can actually talk to myself and no one can see my fucking lips mm. move. Mm. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and I have been obsessed in masks since MJ wore them. Right. I like the look of them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I don't hate them. Not such a bad thing. I mean, I, I um. I used to consistently get sick on flights just because like – Yeah, that's right. Filthy fucking people. Of course, and, yeah, air like conditioning. All breathing the same air yeah. and fucking woofing in each other's farts and everything. Oh, we went, we went to Queensland one year to see Maddie's mum. Yeah. And on the way back I got the worst flu. I thought I was going to die. Yeah, yeah. And I should have worn a mask then. Yeah. Because you just don't know. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I was too embarrassed to wear one. Mm, mm. Now I'm quite at home, but I think I think they will maybe take them off a little bit. But like, fuck, man, I reckon they've saved us in a way. Oh yeah, there, I mean, there's going to be a new announcement tomorrow. I don't think we'll be getting rid of masks tomorrow, but yeah, I, I hopefully, hopefully things will really open up tomorrow as well with the announcements. So yeah, yeah, we just want punters. Yeah, Punt that's us right. back in the venues. That's right. We walked into actually we walked into a venue to try to have a drink the other night and there's no one fucking in there. There were 20 people in there and they were like, "Oh, sorry, we're at capacity." Like this is as many people that we can have in here. And I said, "Are you actually making any fucking money?" Yeah. They said, "No, but it's stopping the hole from getting any deeper than it already yeah. is." And I was like, yeah. "Oh, Jesus." Yeah. So they've got to. Im- so you can have twenty inside and thirty outside, or forty, or something, something. like that. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Did they have any outside people or not? You couldn't at this, this oh, particular. Damn. Venue. It was like a, a, that is a, a basement venue. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, good app, baby. Good to come out here again. Absolutely. Fantastic. And thank you to Bortley Wines for sending us the Kylie Minogue rose. I love it. I love it's it. Very I love nice. It. Well done, Kylie. 
Well done to Bortoli. I'm impressed. Mm, I am I must too. say. Yeah, very good. Good on you guys. This has been Events of the 80s. Part two. Part two. Or B or whatever you want yeah. to call it. This is the 80s montage. Now, if you enjoy the show, guys, please like, share, review and rate us. Also, give us five stars. Don't muck, muck around with the rest. Go to five all the way. Also, guys, come on board as a subscriber. You can be a Patreon yeah. for as little as $1 a month. It's nothing. You yeah. fucking lose that money. And you know? know what? Don't think because it's just a dollar it's not doing anything. If we've got 5,000 people around the world paying a dollar, mm. that can go towards stuff towards the show and it helps so much. So don't feel embarrassed about it at all because yeah. I think people might get a little bit embarrassed. Well, look, especially – you know, until gigs are back up and running, it really, really helps to yeah. sort of keep, keep the motor running here at uh, at the studio. Well, so, absolutely. Yeah. Good mm. on you guys and thank you to our patrons. You can um, check out all things The 80s Montage on the website, the80smontage.com. Yeah. Yeah. And just press that like button on iTunes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, iTunes, give us a review, absolutely. Or yeah. I don't think you can review on Spotify but no. – iTunes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Good on you guys. Send in the reviews. We love to hear from you. And uh, get in touch on our social media as well. Good yeah. Nice Have one, folks. Take care out there. Absolutely. Because if it's music, music mateys, or, or cool, cool shit, shit from, from the, the 80s, 80s, we're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal.